Content warnings for this video game are listed in the podcast description. That's month right. Because we played Dino Crisis. That's right. A uh, spiritual successor to Resident Evil. Sometimes, sometimes we play games on here that are like, you know, is it a survival war? You can argue it isn't, you know. But this is like, <laughs> this is like survival horror ass survival horror game right yes, here. Yes, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we get into the summary? I don't think I have anything on the docket. What did you um, think of... How did you enjoy it? I uh, liked it pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think it's just very... Like, this is a lot of the same team as Resident Evil 1, right? Which, actually, mm-hmm. I kind of want to play the, like, game... I mean, the PlayStation version of that, because I've only played the remake. Right. Um, But I think... Uh, it's just like people who are good at this kind of thing doing the thing. Doing the thing. They did it. And so, yeah. And so it's just like, it's pretty good. I do, I felt a little bit out of sync with like how opaque some of the puzzle design could be. I really leaned sure. on a guide for some portions of this. And I wish, I wish I had been a little bit more like, oh, I should take notes and like, I should like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, follow, I, I, followed a, I followed a guide religiously for this game. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I think it's like, it's a game that, uh, especially if you want to get the good ending, you have to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it's one of these games. Um, yeah, excited to dive into it. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, it's very much what if we did Resident Evil, but it was Jurassic Park instead yeah. of George Romero or, you know, whatever other comparison you'd like to lay at Resident Evil's feet. Right. Um, um the fuck okay sorry i'm looking at the summary now i'll i'll i guess i'll read it and we can add i can add commentary as we go yeah (laughs) uh (laughs) also this game takes place okay yeah anyway in 2009 (laughs) (laughs) yeah which i did not i don't know if that's like mentioned on the in the game itself it might it be is. it might be in the it intro. might be because there's that computer thing yeah, yeah intro, the like so. terminal opening yeah yeah which is sick by the it's way pretty sick <laughs> um anyway the secret operation raid team aka sword <laughs> 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 It's like what are the what are the get smart agencies? It's like chaos and order or something. It's like, uh sends an agent Tom to investigate a secret facility on Ethos Island. He learns that Dr. Edward Kirk, a world-renowned scientist who was reported dead three years ago, is leading a secret weapons project within the facility. Sort sends four agents, Regina, Gale, Rick, and Cooper, to acquire Kirk and return him to custody. Uh, for the record, you play as Regina. Um, the team arrives on the island under cover of darkness, dropping in via parachute. 
Cooper's is blown off by course, blown off course, and lands in the jungle away from the others. Lost in the dark, he is chased by him by a Tyrannosaurus Rex and eaten. The three other agents, when aware of his death, proceed with the mission. Once inside the base, the agents discover the eviscerated and partially devoured corpses of security personnel and scientists. After splitting up to restore power for the facility, Gale goes missing. While searching for him, Regina is confronted by a Velociraptor. Uh, that's a great sequence, by the way. I will talk, I think all the, like, we were talking a little bit off mic about how the jump scares and stuff are not scary, mm -hmm. but everything in this game is very well paced, um, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um... The, with the, Rick. the sentence confronted by a velociraptor is really funny <laughs> to me. It's like, hey, hey. did you turn in your paperwork? Hey, can fuck, we talk fuck, for fuck. can we talk for a second? <laughs> I'm noticing you haven't been doing uh, as many dishes lately. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if something's up. Uh, reuniting with Rick, the two determined it was the dinosaurs that caused the bloodbath at the base. Although their mission to recover Dr. Kirk still stands, it is now more important to signal for rescue. Regina sets out to activate the main antenna to contact their airlift. On the way, she's attacked by another Velociraptor and is rescued by Gale, who then leaves to continue searching for Dr. Kirk. Uh, I, I, I think this will get into this, but the main Gale is like a super straightforward, like, army man. Yeah. And Rick is like, I think we should care about our lives. And Gail's like, I think we should not care about our lives. Yeah. And that's like the primary tension. Um, uh, after restoring communications, Regina heads back to the control room and they receive a signal on their communicators. Believing it might be Cooper or Tom in trouble, Rick wants to investigate. Gail shoots down the idea, following uh, on wanting to follow up on a closed circuit television sighting that may have been Kirk. The player must choose which course of action to follow. So yeah, this is like a continual thing throughout the game is that, uh, you can do either one of their things and you can get different endings depending on what you do in the last question. Um, if the player follows Gale, they go after an unknown man but end up losing him. Rick then tells Regina that Tom's dead. If the players follow Rick, they come across Tom, badly injured and near death. Rick takes him to the medical room. However, a velociraptor attacks them, but Tom sacrifices himself to kill it and save Rick. Later, Regina and the team manage to locate Kirk and apprehend him. As they are preparing to leave via a helicopter, the T-Rex returns and destroys the helicopter, forcing them to flee back into the base where Kirk manages to escape. Regina and Rick flee into the facility and locate keys to a watercraft, but find a vortex in the way of getting to it. Um, Rick speculates that this is the space-time distortion that brought the dinosaurs back. Uh, this is also kind of clear at this point that Dr. Kirk is working on, like, kind of a, you know, fusion, like, alternative energy um thing the third eye a third energy yeah i, I don't know it. what the other two energies are um in this <laughs> case is it like coal and gas or like what's <laughs> anyway um eating eating find... in posting <laughs> that's right uh man do you do you really get energy from posting because i do not it, it, <laughs> depends. it depends energy. it depends on the post <laughs> Some, that's sometimes the post that's hits fair. and you're like damn i'm energized yeah yes okay that's true that's fair that's fair uh so rick and regina split up to find an alternate route off the island and regina ends up being held at gunpoint by dr kirk he is about to kill her when the gun is shot out of his hand by gale and they arrest him again kirk reveals that the dinosaurs brought to their time by an experiment he was running using his third energy technology a rift in space was created and a pocket of the island from their time was exchanged with the same from the past bringing dinosaurs back into their time uh, no herbivores, though, weirdly. Um, it's all carnivores on this uh, yeah. 
on this on this little island. Um, Kirk then tells them that if the reactors are set to overload, the energy coming from them and the vortex should cancel each other out if they come into contact. Um, after Regina gets a stabilizer, an initializer, and uses them to overload the reactors, one of the questions is like, how do you get them? Like, Rick's like, we should build them. And Gail's like, now nah, we should just pick them up and fight dinosaurs along the way. And you don't. Yeah. You decide what to do. Um, uh, and uses them to overload the reactors. The energy shakes the base, causing a vent to fall on Gale, allowing Kirk to get it free yet again. The team is setting heads towards the waterway to escape the blast, but Gale says they still need to capture the doctor. He starts to hobble away on his gun to go after Kirk and orders Regina and Rick to leave with Adam if he does not return in 30 minutes. Regina is given the choice to go after Dr. Kirk with Gale or escape with Rick. Different endings are possible based on the choice the player makes. The endings all involve a battle with a T-Rex and escaping the island via a watercraft or a helicopter. If Regina chases Kirk, Gale will reveal that the whole mission was a front and the government did not want Kirk, but instead wanted the third energy to use in warfare. After giving Regina a disc containing all the data for the third energy, Gale dies from his injuries. Uh, Regina, Rick, and Dr. Kirk then escape the island. Another ending sees Regina knocking out Gale and leaving instead of chasing Dr. Kirk, allowing him to escape. In the game's best ending, Regina knocks out Gale and chases Kirk by herself, resulting in his capture and the team escaped him by helicopter. So you could also go after Gale with, go after Dr. Kirk with Gale and get a very similar outcome. Yeah. Um... Resulting in his capture and the team escaping by helicopter. Regina, regardless of ending, summarizes the fate of all the characters in an email to superiors and then declaring herself ready for her next assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis. Um, yeah, it's a game about, about uh, you know, Velociraptors. What are the other guys? There's, t there's a T-Rex and there's, mm -hmm. there's, um, there's Pterodactyls. Mm. and there's raptors and there's one other guy but i don't remember what they are because they were dinosaurs that i did not recognize yeah i don't know i don't know my dinosaurs I <laughs> yeah i used to yeah uh but the thing that struck me about this game um mm -hmm. is how many puzzles there are yeah, like, it's very puzzle heavy. It's uh like you unlock doors and it's a puzzle, you know, it's like a word puzzle. Um there's just so much uh puzzle solving in this one. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I read I'm looking at this article. I read an article from um Kibibi at Kibibi the she, she eating gaming the she, game eating she monsters.com. <laughs> I'll say that one more time for the record because I definitely stumbled over that. Key me me, uh, K I M I M I the gay beating she monster dot com, uh, and she does like retro reviews. Um, and uh, one's about Dino Crisis, and in that she talks about how apparently the premise of Dino Crisis came from like uh one of the devs being really interested in like alternate energy <laughs> and yeah. stuff and then it was like it was like after that that someone was like hey we have to put like dino like we have to put something in this that is going to get people to buy it yeah <laughs> and so that's where the dinos come from and you can kind of feel that that it's like the dinos are like not super important to the plot to the actual plot uh, yeah yeah like there's um, there's like there. there's like well there's like diaries and stuff from Dr. Kirk that's like you know, this is tech. This will technically, you know, uh, constitute as clean energy, even though it's not actually clean energy. You know, right? Yeah, and stuff like that. Um, 
because it's all about developing alternate uh, energy uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, and then mm-hmm. the dinosaurs are just kind of just a side effect of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it's like it's some it's some like pseudoscience nonsense about like, you know, you take energy from an electron in the past and then it t- brings it to the future, you know, through the ex- equivalent exchange or like whatever. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Um. And there's obviously, like, a lot of, like, sinister government conspiracy stuff because it's clear that, like, Kirk slash the scientists are, like, more interested in um, using it as a weapon of some kind rather mm. than, um, you know, for as a clean energy source, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, it's nothing especially deep, but it's, like, fine. It, it strings you along. It does the thing. Um I guess, what do you think about Gale and, and Rick? Um, they're fine. It definitely, yeah. add, it definitely adds to, like, the kind of, like, 80s movie pastiche, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because they're very one-note boilerplate, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm the, I'm the, you know, the straightforward, tough-laced, uh, boss guy yeah and then rick is the compassionate black man and it's, <laughs> like, it's exactly that it's exactly like an 80s like horror movie dynamic that is just like, yes yeah right. it is nice though that like rick is like rick is very competent you know yeah and does not die does not die <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so gets other people you know. killed though unfortunately yeah yeah that uh that saving your comrades thing did not pan out for him, unfortunately. No, it did not. Well, you know, one of it's not, not, uh, not anyone's fault, I suppose. Uh, you know, it's, it just got blown off course and got eaten by T Rex. Yeah. Um, it's also, uh, and yeah, and it's also really explicitly drawing on Jurassic Park. Um, obviously, I didn't. I was like wondering if they just took the T Rex sound. <laughs> like stole it because it's like the same sound it wouldn't you know? surprise and i'm like me. did they yeah did they recreate it or did they just like you know whatever uh, rick at some point does does go like this is like one of those movies <laughs> yes yeah like, which is right. cute yeah like it's you know i mean it's pretty silly right but i think it's like it's fun um by the way, I may have gotten this article wrong because I cannot find a, a thing about Dino Crisis on on Kimimi the Game Eating She Monster dot com. Um, I can find something about Dino Crisis too, but not yeah. one. So anyway, I'm a, I'm a, may have learned that information from somewhere else, and I'm sorry to that person for misciting you. Um, but uh, yeah, and the rest of it is basically like. Um, survival horror stuff you get different weapons you can kind of augment with um like stuff parts you find in the world and then use different kinds of ammunition you have limited mm-hmm. amounts of ammunition so you're encouraged to avoid enemies whenever possible outside of like you know kind of boss battle confrontations um which are just basically with this t-rex like over and over again yeah um, this is sort of the t-rex is kind of a proto uh mr x or um they got stars, the guy from Resident Evil 3. 
uh, in that it's like this enemy that stalks you throughout the entire game and that can show up at any time and ruin things yeah right um and uh that stuff is pretty fun um and then i mean yeah and the thing is the the tone of it though even though it's kind of interesting in this way because like like rose is right it's a survival horror ass survival horror game but it's also tonally very action movie mm-hmm. um more than horror because it's like dinosaurs and like a secret base and it's just not like it's way more tense than it is scary mm-hmm. right um you know although i'm also not really a jump scare person so maybe you know maybe someone would get more out of that element of it but um but yeah that's sort of the broad stuff that's happening yeah game wise talking about weapons and equipment and stuff i detest the pause menu in this game so oh it's um (laughs) the fact that i i don't think there was a troll scheme that let you i mean because i was playing with a um i was playing with a xbox controller right and so there was not a option to let me use b to exit like right. to go back and instead that just like exits you out of everything it's like right. the open menu close menu button and that did really <laughs> yeah confuse me back um, in the day we used triangle on the playstation button to go back in menus <laughs> yes yeah uh and it was uh, weird the, the moment i opened the pause menu in this game i'm like whoa what is this yeah when it's it's also just like it, there's so much empty space that doesn't do yeah, anything and then it's just like map mix item inventory you it's know just so way, there's like I, way too yeah. much information at once mm-hmm. it feels like when it's like in most games you would have like you would click on an item in your inventory and then there would be the mix option yeah right but in this there's not that and you also have to like set ammo individually yeah for your weapon which does also like like a couple times i like switched to a weapon popped out tried to shoot it and it just went click and then i'm like oh i didn't ah! and i gotta like pause it again and you know uh which and in the, some ways is kind of fun i guess but and the fucking map is so useless in this game the map is awful because it's... like and also the guide i used was like go to this room and i'm yes. like i don't fucking remember where well because all is. of the rooms have names and and it shows yeah. the name when you enter the room but it does, they don't put that on the map for some reason. <laughs> Even though they all, they yeah. consciously gave them all names. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can't like scroll over the map or anything. So there's like, I mean, the thing is that this game is simultaneously like super slick and assured. Yeah. And also like a little bit awkward. And I think that's just yeah. like a product of, you know, the time at which it's coming it, out. It's right? like super linear, but the moment you go like a centimeter off track of what the intended oh, linearity yeah. is, it's just like you get immediately you can lost. Really, yeah, you can get really fucked up. Like that that like... beginning bit where you have to go to the control room, you can just go to the room that has the stairs and just wander around. And that's what yeah. I did until I used a guide. <laughs> oh, I was like wondering because I was like, you have like a full hour of playtime on me. I di- I didn't send you my complete screen. I should have. Um, and I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of wandering yeah. around at the beginning because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, well, it does. Sometimes there are a couple sections also where it's like kind of unclear, or it's like you look at a note and that tells you what you need to be doing. Yeah, you know. And so if you miss that note, or if you didn't, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're paying attention. 
because um, I think, yeah, I think part of it is like you do kind of have to. And I guess I would recommend if you go into it and you're like, a, you know, even a little hesitant to use a guide, just like having a notepad next to you and like paying attention to everything that like every note says and looking around. Right. It's like a, a kind of game design that is like become out of fashion, but that is very much just like present here. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that kind of results like I like the, I mean, it's not a particularly memorable space visually. Mm-mm. but i like the way everything interlocks together yep. like and the way the whole facility kind of unveils itself and you move to new areas that then like link back to old areas in cool ways like it's a very like kind yep. of classic like clockwork clockwork world situation yep um very, very resident evil in that way yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's not quite i think like part i mean maybe part of it is i played play the gamecube version which is like one of the best looking games ever made um <laughs> yeah and like that game has like a really has some like evocation to it that this does it it really is like office hallways mm-hmm. and kind of like a chic playstation science fiction look yeah um you know which definitely has its charms but it's not like I, w- I was not like looking at the game all the time being like whoa the you know the fixed camera angles are crazy uh or whatever, no but right? i do think it does look really good <laughs> yes it does yeah um uh, what I think also it uses, I really like the way sometimes the camera moves with you and it yeah. always is eerie. Like you're always like, oh damn, like I'm about to be attacked <laughs> or, you know, a raptor is about to pop out of this wall. Um, and I think that's that like the way the game can deploy and set mood through the camera angle stuff is like really, really cool. Um, yeah. The thing yeah. I really like, and I don't know if this is like a PS1 rendering thing, mm-hmm. but when you get to like a cutscene in the game it it does a letterboxed effect yeah um and the like the 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 screen on the top and the bottom have this weird like fade out effect and mm-hmm. i don't know if that's mm-hmm. the game or i don't know if that's the ps1 but it always looks sick as hell to me yeah yeah um i like that a lot um yeah what also has like i love all the computer interface stuff you know i'm sure there's like a tumblr blog that's like ps1 computer interfaces yeah (laughs) because they just have a sort of vibe that this has like in in spades you know yeah um yeah uh but i guess i would say like i wouldn't describe it as a game that has like a lot of like atmosphere like capital a right but it's like all very like very thoughtfully sort of deployed um yeah it's very sharp in that way yeah i would say the most satisfying thing about actually like playing it is just like the general like mastery of the space and like Mm -hmm. uh you know later in the game knowing where to go and being able to 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 uh sort of um just be able to do tasks quicker because you know yeah and like Right, and knowing, like, where you should kill dinosaurs. Yeah. Because this is where they're going to give you the most trouble and where you should... I also really like the, like, tranquilizing system mm-hmm. stuff that, like... Uh, I ended up, like, running out pretty early, I think, because I kept getting anesthetic aids to mix with yeah. with the tranquilizers and was like, I have, like, 50 of these and I have nothing to use them on. Yeah. Um, But I think that stuff is really cool, like, the sort of... Uh, like that you have sort of a second set of ammo that is also limited and doesn't doesn't permanently end things but does like get it out of the way the fastest and that's like a cool like decision that you have to make right is thinking through like when do i use this when do i use the other thing you know Mm -hmm. um that stuff's pretty neat yep 
Um, and I also think generally the game is like pretty, I never felt like comfortable with the amount of ammo I had and felt like, oh, I have to, I can just kill everything in my path. I know? ran out of ammo. I had yeah. no, I had no ammo for like the last third of this game. <laughs> so how did you uh, how did you manage the T Rex at the end? Does it the like game give you... gives you enough ammo to deal with? It? Oh damn! I <laughs> that's the thing is I like had saved up my grenade ammo because I was like at some point I'm gonna have a boss fight with this T Rex mm. and I'm gonna need that shit and uh, I could have used it that whole time. Uh, and um, I was I guess I was playing on easy mode, so that could have been another thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I did um, play on normal. But at, at the end, Rick was like, Regina, take this. And he gave me six grenades. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you need. You just got to keep firing at the guy. Yeah, he yeah. didn't say that to me, which is maybe just because I had ammo. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love the. I think the T-Rex stuff is so good. Like when it first pops through the uh, the office window is yeah. such a like good surprise. Mm -hmm. And then and it's also like scary because it really can't just eat you and you're yeah you're fucked you know? yeah. yeah. I died multiple. Uh, I died like three times before I figured out that he could just run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that in the office. I, I yeah. Like, that's what I oh, did. Oh man, because you can like shoot it in the mouth of like you know six times or whatever, and then it. It, yeah. like backs off no i just uh, like evaded it and ran away <laughs> yeah cool um cool, cool. uh um, the, this thing also does a thing where it'll like you mentioned the jump scares but uh more relevant to gameplay you like have to mash buttons to get the t-rex off of you oh um, yeah it, it'll say like danger on the screen and you mash buttons. yes yeah uh and it and like my and that, favorite one of those yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. And uh, tell I was just gonna say ones. it 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 kind of it impacts the how fast the T Rex get off gets off of you and um, just depending on on if you do it correctly, like Regina will like punch the dinosaur and get it off her and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like that is like I, I guess I'm kind of like anti button mashing generally, but it's like a fun little thing. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, and it's cool to have like a quick time event also that feels like it has this like doing well at it changes what happens to you in the in in the like game proper. Yeah. You know? Um my favorite one is when you uh when you get picked up by the pterodactyl and you just mash the button and let it go and then somehow it like falls into a giant fan and explodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I was, I was like, okay, I got out, and I'm gonna have to fight this pterodactyl. And then it like cuts to it, like just like unceremoniously flapping into this <laughs> big like airplane fan. And I was like, okay, like cool. <laughs> like I'm not upset, you know. Um, I just thought, yeah, um, yeah. What were you gonna say? If anything, um, I, I think, like, it, it dino dinosaurs, but it's fucking. Resident Evil, but it's dinosaurs. It's kind of like a shippos, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do think they do well with with it. Um, mm -hmm. Mainly just because, like, in Resident Evil, you get got by a zombie, you shake it off, and like, you know, you continue on. This right. game, they fucking make you watch Regina ragdoll for like a good three seconds before <laughs> you're able to do anything. To the point yeah. where you just like. I just give me the fuck out of this, Jesus Christ! Yes, it's just like yeah. it. It's you just feel hopeless anytime you get 
you get hit by an enemy. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's like the. I mean, there is definitely like you can learn how to evade stuff, but it is tricky because like they're big. Yeah, right? there's like this physicality to massive like, hitboxes too. Yeah, yeah, and especially so towards like, the end. It feels end. really, it feels really different. It's way less precise than yeah. Resident Evil is, right? In that way, where it's like it's really easy to hit these guys, but also they take more. Yeah, and are faster. Yeah, right. And so it's like it's very it's cool in this way that it's like such a novel take on this like formula that they already you know did, yeah. did stuff with and we'll continue to do this is pre-resident evil 2 i think um so is it i thought i think so was... maybe i'm wrong what um, year was resident evil 2 let me look here 98, 98. i think this yes is 98 i think, I think dino is crisis is, is 97 I thought it was 99. Oh, it is 99. You're right. Okay. You're right. So I was wrong. Either way. Um, very very um, similar time yeah. frame, though. I don't yes. I, I mean, I imagine there's some overlapping dev time. I don't know um, how much. Um, they, just although, fucking, yeah, think... they just fucking made games back then, huh? I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> well, you just, it's less expensive, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you didn't need as many people. It wasn't as expensive. You could just make... It is, like, wild that it's, like... Yeah, because it, it is, like... It's, like, Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, Dino Crisis, Resident Evil 3, Dino Crisis 2 in, like, five years or something like that. Um, wild. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, especially towards the end of the game where they give you, like, these big, narrow hallways and, like two dinosaurs that can go fucking fast and the hitbox yeah. is massive it's like really tense yeah well and the fact that like you do you really do have limited amounts of ammo right yeah. and also like you you might have like an okay amount of ammo and that might not mean that you can kill the guy you yeah know? like they do take a lot of hits and so and also like generally unless you're using like a shotgun they can shake stuff off mm -hmm. easier you know and so it's like you have to like you have to think about moving around them and stuff like it's just yeah like it's very sort of considered i think in this yeah. way you're constantly making these like tense decisions it's 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 really thrilling and i think all that stuff adds up very well yeah i also do like the way that um you take damage and you start like limping and stuff and it also this game has a system where you bleed it so like yeah. you can get grabbed by a dinosaur and you see regina bleeding and you, there's like an item that'll stop the bleeding but not heal you and i thought that was fucking yes neat. i thought it was cool yeah yeah um, well and then you could like and there's stuff you know you can get upgraded uh medical kits by mixing stuff together and there's also like a cool thing with that because you know have limited in inventory space and so it's like do i carry this thing that will make an item better in the future yeah and you know um yeah, and I never, I never had like a ton of difficulty with that stuff. You know, I did play it on a higher difficulty level than you, but it was never like, oh, I really am like screwed. But there were a couple of situations where it's like, okay, Regina's limping, and like I don't know when I can get my next med kit. Yep. And I know I have to go through like a room with a couple dinosaurs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. What do you think about the continues system? I love um, it. I love it. I love it. I thought it was, <laughs> I stocked up on those fucking things. The the item that. Uh, just like you die and you continue mm -hmm. on that screen if you have the item. 
Yes, I yeah. made sure to stock up on those. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the, a really by, especially cool by way. the end of the game when I didn't have any bullets or anything, and I'm just like limping because <laughs> I didn't have a med pack <sighs> either. Those things came in handy yeah. for sure. Right, and because it just resets you, and you have enough health. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ended up using like three continues by the end, but I think I think that's like a cool compromise between like because you know the Resident Evil system is that you have a limited number of saves. Yeah, but you don't actually know how many that is, and that's part of maybe what's interesting about it, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas like the amount of continues you have is like an axe hanging over your head from the first time you die and you see the continue screen, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, like. And you can, to be clear, like, you can't always reload your save from the past point, yeah. right? But you might be in a situation where it's like, actually, in my last save, like, I had no health. And so if I use this continue, then I'll be, like, in a better situation. But then I'm, like, using, I'm, like, spending this token that represents, like, something bigger, mm. you know? I think that, like, that game-wide friction with that is really elegant and also I think is in a way that's a little bit more palatable and legible than the, yeah. than the tape stuff in Resident Evil. Yeah, especially especially because they have different like difficulty options, and depending on that, they give you like items that kind of negates that a little bit. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. I still think it's a really cool cool tension to everything. Yeah, for sure. I think even like it makes a difference having it on the screen, even though like you know I use three out of five continues, I think. So I knew I didn't get close to like running out, but it was still like. Uh, and I definitely like reloaded a save at a disadvantage disadvantageous position because I was like, actually, I don't want to use a continue right now. Yeah. And that creates like an interesting tension, you know? Yeah. Um, it's something I'm surprised. I guess I don't, other games I haven't really used. Right. Cause I don't know if, I guess I don't know what the save system is like at Resident Evil 2. I really should play it. Um, but yeah. I, I yeah. And I, I also like the idea of a room as a safe room like yeah the, you, like you don't interact with an object in the room it's just when you leave the game asks you if you want to save um, yes which i yeah. thought was neat mm-hmm. one thing that's funny is that so many of those safe rooms have dead bodies in them. yeah which <laughs> is very funny um, um but it, it's also like a very like kind of it's a very like here here is the designer's intent for when it's okay to like take a break or something you know right Um, yeah Mm -hmm. i like that aspect of it yeah well i like also the way that you know knowing where those rooms are i mean this is in resident evil one as well right but knowing where those rooms are and then like that inflects your ability to navigate the space Mm -hmm. and like being able to and like this is the one thing the map is useful for is because it's those rooms are marked with a big old s you know yeah and so it's like, oh, I can go, like, I need to go here, but I can go through this room and save. And, you know, some of those rooms have places where you can store or pick up items, right? Yeah. Although all those are, like, one and dones, which is also, there's no, because, like, in Resident Evil 1, or at least in the remake, I don't know about the original, you have just, like, a big box that you can put stuff in, and that box is accessible from every safe room. Yeah. But in this, it's like, you might have a box that you can only put ammo in. Right. And if you put ammo in that box, it's in that box. <laughs> you can't go pick it up from somewhere else, right? Um and that and also you unlock them with items you find in the world. Well, well um, you can you can you can transfer between boxes. How? There's some there's some there's an option like you tap over to the box. Oh. You tap okay. over and it shows all of the boxes. It shows all of the locations. 
and you can pick oh. from each location. Like if you have, oh, okay. so I it'll, did not it'll remember what you put in each box. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you can be like, I want to get the thing that I put in this box. And so you, you, uh, you go oh, okay. to that box and it'll pull from that. Yeah. Um, okay. I did not know that. That's wild. Um, but you need um, plugs to access the boxes. Um, mm-hmm. which always cracked me up thinking that I would pick up something really important and the game would go, you got a plug. And I, chuck, <laughs> and I chuckled because I'm 12. <laughs> It's just like you got the plug. I'm well, like, it is like you. it is like rainbow colored. It has like a big triangle shape. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. <laughs> you know, I got the plug. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, what was I gonna say about that? Yeah. So I did not know that. So I did not use yeah. it. Um. But, um. But yeah, it is also, I mean, there is still sort of a system there where it's like you have to unlock each individual box with the plugs. And there's yep. not, as far as I know, maybe there is like exactly enough plugs to unlock every box, yeah. but I don't know that that's the case. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. And also, that's one of the things in this game is there is an element of like pixel hunting where it's like what you can interact with is not always clear. And so you sometimes have to walk around a room and just be like, can I, is this, and sometimes it's really obvious. Like the files are always really bright colors and mm-hmm. stuff. And so you always know, Oh, I can read that. But sometimes it's like, is this computer going to work or is this computer <laughs> going to work? Or does this computer do anything? No. Okay. If I click on this cabinet, Oh, I got a plug. Right. And so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is that kind of like, um like i think in, in you know resident evil in the remake it's like everything everything you can pick up like shines or has some sort of audio you know visual quality to it that makes it clear that it's like you can pick this up yeah right um and that's not the case in this at all nope um and therefore there, sometimes it's easy to miss stuff for that reason yeah um <gasps> oh excuse me yeah i uh, sorry i'm watching an lp right now the way mm-hmm. that if you get like bitten by a dinosaur it just cuts to a different camera angle as you just have to watch <laughs> yeah and it's like it's also kind of like i mean yeah there is a little bit of like because the dinosaur will just like bite on your arm and then like, yeah like yeah toss her around and it's sort of like yeah there is like kind of like ah like aspect to yeah and then also there's the like little cutscenes where you watch the dinosaur or dinosaurs like get just like crawling around the body and like getting down to feast and you're like oh yeah you know yeah and i really like uh, towards the second half of the game um there are rooms where dinosaurs will just follow you um yeah and so you'll walk in take a few steps and then you just hear the dinosaur and it cuts to the dinosaur entering the room <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and you're like i don't know how you got here but okay yeah <laughs> i don't know how you opened the door but <laughs> right it's like i a... guess you're here yeah i guess it's unclear some of the like metal shifting doors are there like motion detected doors that you have to like press a button or like i don't know you know because of course you in, in jurassic park we get the thing with the raptor like turning the door handle right yeah um, so you don't get that here but i guess that's implicit in some way um, man never before have we played a game where it's you have to solve multiple puzzles keep track of key cards imprint 
fingerprints and codes and oh the fingerprint shit is great it's great i love it it's so cool because especially like the moment towards the end where you where you just steal dr kirk's identity and you're like i'm unstoppable (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah it's really cool well i also love that first one where it's like i mean i i figured it out or like read the guide ahead of time but like you can like call the doctor's cell number is how you figure out like who to take the fingerprints from. Yeah, and you just like walk next to the body and his phone is ringing and you're like, oh, that's the doctor who I can use to get into this part of the yeah. facility or whatever. Yeah, like that sort of like interlocking bureaucracy machinery stuff. Yep, that's like working still even though all these people are just fucking dead. Right, that's like classic. This kind of this kind of shit and it's really cool. Um. The fucking yeah, jur- say, okay. the fucking journals that explain like the journal the sorry, the, the disc system <laughs> Yes <laughs> are so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like people just writing down like how exactly everything operates. And yeah. it's the funniest thing is when they're like, There's been people who are like stealing ID cards. That's yeah. to watch out for that. And then you're like, Oh now I know how to steal ID cards. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, or it's uh, just, or it's just like, hey, the new guys don't know how our our disk system works. They're having problems matching the letters and figuring out what the word is. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, yeah. The disk thing is 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 silly because it's like basically you'll get you have to get two of them. And then you yep. put, him, put him into a little panel next to the door. And then, and then one... you have to solve a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a little word puzzle where there'll be like a bunch of a bunch of letters on the top. And then the second box like yeah. shows you what you need to exclude. And sometimes that's literally just like every letter that is not relevant, right? Mm-hmm. And then later it's like every column or every, you know, it gets a little more abstract as you mm-hmm. go more into the game. Um, but I like the idea of like so you're going to work and you pick up your ID card and you swap it at the door and then the door makes you do a fucking wordle before you can enter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you're just like, God damn it! They changed them again this week. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just write pants. It's like whatever. Other yeah. Words. Um. Oh. There was one part towards the towards the latter half of the game where I was following a guide and i got to a door and i didn't have the other key or the other disc mm-hmm. and so i had to figure out where it was and like backtrack all the way back out to like the big elevator oh, yeah because i didn't i didn't explore the big elevator that much i didn't know there oh, were yeah. multiple bodies in there <laughs> so just, yes that's right so i, I had to go so i had to up. go all the way back out <laughs> oh. for that Okay, sorry, speaking of the big elevator, a really cool moment is when you walk into the big elevator to go do something and the T-Rex shows up yep. and then, like, knocks something over and electrocutes itself. And so it's yeah. just, like, knocked unconscious. Yeah. And then, every, like, for, like, you have to walk past the body again, like, four yeah. times. And you're like, is this, is, is it going to wake up this time? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it never does. But that's such a cool, like, uh, yeah. again, the T-Rex stuff in this is aces. It's Especially really cool. when, you, when you go to examine it and it says that it's still breathing yeah it's good yeah what it's also like i was like if i was regina i would fucking shoot this <laughs> i would like <laughs> crawl into the mouth and fucking you know try and <laughs> so she's just like oh maybe this won't be my problem yeah you know um but yeah i think that stuff is fun i'll see you drop a bomb on it at the end of the game yeah 
or did you did you did, what ending did you get i guess did you do the ending three i did um, the uh no i did the first ending the one where you just said oh, okay. gale mm-hmm. 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 um i think it's cool that the revelation that gale has is that they just want to work on they just want the third energy project yeah like that you don't get that unless you do that ending is really cool mm-hmm. um you know um, I, I was there was something menacing where it's like when you go in my ending because I did the third ending where you rescue Gale and um, exit with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and get Doctor Kirk, um, and then you at the end it's like Regina's like yeah Doctor Kirk is we're, we're still working on a top secret project, <laughs> and it's like oh like this is a good ending, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. Being being tools of the state, you know. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the good ending. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I like you know, yeah, it's very rote, but I do like the the like I like the slight differences in how the game works if you choose like Gale or Rick's route of things, you know, and like and also it's kind of cool because it lets you self select a little bit because Rick's routes have more puzzles and Gale's have more combat, and yeah. so it's like if you want to do one or the other, you can choose the thing. Though I mean, um, I I feel like that tension kind of breaks for me mm-hmm. because like if I'm playing, I'm playing. We both play games on deadlines, and right. If, if I'm gonna play Dino Crisis, I'm gonna try to play it in the most efficient way I can, and it always ended up being Gale's route that was faster, oh, yeah. except for like the first one where you knock out objectives faster if you do Rick's route um yeah but like that's definitely true um, and and like and you don't have to interface with the combat you can just you know run past enemies right. especially if you have enough revive yeah. items like it's not really an issue and so i think also the thing is that like because there's sort of an idea that the game presents that's like oh you're doing the risky thing with going with gale and it's safer to do ricks but like ricks once are often like really tough to do yeah exactly <laughs> right like in terms of so it's like a weirdly like lopsided means of working through yeah the stuff right um yeah i, I mean yeah i just think it's a neat like idea i don't think the execution is like super right great but it's uh but it's kind of fun and i think also it adds to the i guess to put on my GameSpot reviewer hat it makes it more replayable <laughs> yeah you can uh you, you unlock more clothes for regina you know <laughs> okay we have to talk about it, it the do we want to do we want to do regina discourse right now <laughs> <laughs> no i you know i i uh listen so i was telling a friend about this game Mm-hmm. um and you know i mean rose knows this but for the audience who may not have played this um it does the resident evil thing where every time you open a door or go upstairs <laughs> um, yes it plays a little cutscene, you know where it's like opening the door and you don't know what's behind the door and stuff you, but, you know, know you know the people who made this game was like we gotta give her a fat ass because <laughs> because <laughs> like in resident excessive. evil you don't you don't show the person it's just the door right yeah. and in this it's like just eye candy <laughs> anyway i told this to a friend and and she was like video games used to be so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> uh... and you know yeah 
it's funny. I don't. I, it's it's kind of hard to get worked up to being offended by it because it's like it's just so silly. Yeah, you, it's just so funny that you like. All right, I survived the island, and you know, we've made it out by the skin of our teeth, but we made it. And then the game's like, "Yo, you want to have her wear shorts though?" <laughs> it's just like, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. They really should do... Do, like, the Resident Evil games have man candy outfits? Like, where's my Chris Redfield leather daddy, you know, thing? Yeah. I feel like they... You gotta cut it both ways. Yeah. You know? Um, But, yeah, I mean, Regina's, like, fine. She's just, like, a strong female protagonist TM with a fat-ass TM. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the lone woman among all the men. Yeah. caricature and you know, <laughs> you know yeah she can hold her own she doesn't take any shit and she's very competent and self-assured and has no character like there's not a lot to her right but that's true of everyone else right it's not like you know there's a lot of like there's a lot of way. like scully energy going on with her you know yeah mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. among all the mm-hmm. rampant testosterone you know <laughs> or whatever yeah whatever people were saying uh, in the 90s about although there men. is like yeah yeah the thing is that like rick is like the kind of like effeminate yeah one i guess between like the which like is also has some weird stuff going on um but you know that's like part of the dynamic i guess yeah. is that he's like the in in a weird way like regina is like the one who can like understand men in a way that rick can't right and you know i don't know yeah it's just like you know it's the two dudes butting heads and then regina's kind of like the peacekeeper of the three right Um, yeah and then Uh, and then cooper (laughs) just eats shit immediately (laughs) yes yeah well someone's gotta die you know it's the red shirt thing you gotta know the stakes are for real um and i also think the way like i do think the the because like in resident evil one you there are other people in the mansion Mm -hmm. um but they're not constant presences and they disappear for most of the game in a lot of ways right whereas in this you're like constantly checking in with other people and you're always doing something and sometimes that stuff has like relevance to what you're doing right you do feel like a little bit more like a unit in this than than in re um yeah which is i think by design again it's more the action movie feel as opposed to the horror feel right yeah um yeah i definitely got more like res uh sorry metal gear vibes from the oh yeah the rotating uh weapons and stuff too yeah Yeah, for sure it definitely has a bit of the metal gear solid yeah especially when you go into the control room at the beginning and it's just Mm -hmm. like all the blue screens and stuff very metal gear yes yeah, yeah 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 Well, Metal Gear looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. PS1 um, games look great. Yeah, it's really the... That was the peak, I think, of video game aesthetics in a real way. Also, also, um, also, Gale just looks like Bato from Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah, he kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely also has a little bit of, like, that sort of DNA in terms of, like, sci-fi aesthetic mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and that's the thing, is this game is also really, like, a science fiction game 
in yeah. a way that like the dinosaurs aren't really a super important part of it's just like what if you know what if we can get an energy source to work but it was bad it's like a classic sci-fi yeah <laughs> thing you know mm-hmm. um um yeah I, I don't know if i've got anything else i want to address i feel like we've covered most of the stuff in the game um, oh, I guess one thing I would like to say is I think if you're, if you're the kind of person, I know we have a few people who's in this podcast in part because like they are interested in horror games, but are, uh, too baby to play them. And I don't mean that in a derisive way, but just like, you know, sometimes you get scared and that's cool. Um, this one might be a good one to play just because I do not think it's very scary and maybe your mileage might vary because you know, whatever, but it's way more actiony and it has all the stuff yeah that you would like from a game of this kind yeah um yeah like this it is... is a good picture of the thing yeah this is definitely like the most mechanically interesting one that we've played so far um mm-hmm. like we played the thing and it was like interesting but it didn't really work and yeah you know between that we played a bunch of silent hill stuff that is way more concerned about the narrative than anything else I yeah when all the also all the like the the game stuff is is slighter and more directly thematic i think than yeah this, right but this yeah. is this is way more concerned with the systems and creating tension within them um mm-hmm. in a way that's like if you want like a crash course on survival horror design this is like a pretty good example of it and just how just how they developers were thinking of how to create tension within those systems that aren't just yeah. like jump scares and like psychological horror and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And often like, yeah, there is still some of that DNA in there. There is like, you know, scary camera angles, not a lot of canted angles though, but just like there is a great sense sometimes that you're being watched and, and those sorts of things I think really work. Um, but yeah, it's not particularly like, see, it's, it's very, yeah, I think it really is like in the kind of Steven Spielbergy mode in terms of like, you know, Jurassic Park has some horror stuff in it, but it's not a, really a horror movie, and that's kind of the same space that this is operating in, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's all I got. We could we could talk. We could do questions. Yeah, let's do some emails if you're, if you're ready. Uh, right. uh, go ahead. First one comes from Tube. What's the coolest dinosaur? I'm gonna go with the Paleosaur. I think that's the other one. Is it? Is it? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna look this I'm up. Googling dinosaurs. <laughs> the paleosaur. Oh no, it's not. This is a this is a seafaring dinosaur. Uh, I mean the paleosaur is pretty cool. I like a triceratops. You know, I like a triceratops too. I it's got think... three big horns. That's sick. I just think the head like of a, a triceratops is cool. Yeah, I think that was my favorite as a kid. Um, I I think it's cool. So, I think it's cool, and this is partially because you know I'm from the area, but like that. Um, Steven Spielberg was like, "What if raptors were big?" And then like two years later, they found a big raptor in uh, in Utah. Um, <laughs> I think that's cool. <laughs> so like the Utah Velociraptor is like a cool. Thing. It's just a big mm-hmm. guy, just a big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think it's sick that apparently um, 
Raptors used their proto wings to stabilize themselves as they were eating their prey alive by hopping on top of them. That's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I um, guess maybe, maybe that's my pick. Um, yeah. that's, the thing is, it's hard to go wrong, you know? Right. Uh, they're just very straight. I mean, you know, very majestic creatures, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's from Emerus. You're tapped to make a new Dino Crisis crate game. However, due to legal concerns via V Jurassic Park, <laughs> you have lost the rights to dinosaurs. <laughs> what animals, extinct or living, do you use as your adver- adversaries in a new game? That's this is a good one. Um, I think the easy answer would be like you do like a Stone Age. I mean, not Stone Age, but like Ice Age kind of with like mammoths and and saber tooth tigers and that sort of thing um ice crisis i don't know ice crisis <laughs> ice crisis um i, I kind of want to do living though because that seems interesting i guess you could do what was this um idris elba movie about big game hunting where there's like a super evil lion <laughs> you could do that uh Idris Elba <laughs> Lion. I, it might just be Beast. called Lion. I just called Beast. Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that movie looks like dumb fun, uh, I don't, you know, I haven't seen it, but you could do something like that, I guess. Although, obviously, it's like fraught if you were to do a video game of this kind of schlocky kind about like big game hunting or something. Yeah, um, I think I would set it underwater, like a kind of like a soma situation, mm. where you're like in this lab underwater and something goes wrong, because you have more yeah. room to like create creatures, just because we don't fucking right. know what's at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, and you could, yes, yeah, you could do weird squids and and sharks and whatever yeah. else you want to. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. You could do like a deep blue sea kind of. Yeah. Or whatever. That's not. Is that what that movie's called? The shark movie. Uh, looks this is like very it, important yeah. that I figure yes, out. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what uh, the... Wait, I've never heard of this movie. you never heard of this movie? You, Samuel you L. Might... Jackson, Michael Rappaport, and LL Cool J? What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, wait, actually, maybe... Okay, I'll... Uh, hold on. Um, all right are you would you be okay if we spoiled deep blue sea go for it i think you should watch a clip from it okay i'm gonna send it to you uh all right i have it ready okay uh oh so let's count to three and then we can hit play okay uh one two three get that close if I were you. Just a suggestion. Water's murky. Might make it. No way. No, we won't. It's 230 feet from the lagoon floor to the lagoon surface. The average human swims two feet per second. The average shark swims 50 feet per second. There's no way of getting into that pool. Now, what we have here it's your basic maintenance ladder. This leads all the way up to the surface. I love you, Scoggs. I really do. Really, why do I feel a butt coming on? But we don't know what kind of shape the surface level is in. 
The shaft is airlocked. But if the explosion has breached the shaft at surface level in any way, we won't have enough pressure in here to keep the wet pool stabilized. This is really the video game problems. You bring the whole facility down. We're better off taking our chances with the sharks. Hey, you want to go swim with your little fishes, miss? You go right ahead. Me? I'm opening this door and I'm climbing out of here. The hell you are. Hey, I don't work for you anymore, okay? I don't have to keep you. That's enough now from all of you. You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. Like it knows it killed the world once. It got a taste for murder. When the avalanche came, it took us a week to climb out. And somewhere, we lost hope. Now, I don't know exactly when we turned on each other. I just know that seven of us survived the slide, and only five made it out. Now we took an oath that I'm breaking now. Swore that we say it was the snow to kill the other two, but it wasn't. Nature can be lethal, but it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get, and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're gonna find a way to get out of here. First, we're gonna seal off this room. Holy shit! <laughs> God. Yeah, a lot going on. It's just ate him. Um, I like how the description of the movie, <laughs> she says, this clip is being him. used for educational purposes only. Holy shit. I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. So, that's all I know about that movie is like that clip used to circle around. Incredible. Um... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's the thing is like that's uh that like a setting like that would be perfect for a survival horror video game. I guess like Soma kind of goes in a different direction like um and I guess BioShock but like both of them aren't really about being under the sea. They're just kind of incidentally right. there. Right. Mhm. Um especially BioShock it's like explicitly I was watching interviews with the designer uh, a couple of them when I was playing that game last year and they were like the reason it's set underwater is so you can't just leave. Because mm -hmm. that's always a question in games. It's like, why don't you just go? Mm -hmm. You know? And it's a situation where it's like, you literally cannot just leave. You have to find a way to get out. And uh, that's what that facilitates, right? Yeah. So it'd be nice to see, play a game, a horror game that is actually leaning on water. And it's, you know, being underwater is pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. One, anyway. Some of my favorite parts of Soma is when you're fucking deep underwater you can't see shit and you just have to walk and there's fucking enemies around you it's good so yeah yeah so yeah yeah. Good. yeah i should play i've never actually picked it up i never played any of the games from those folks uh from the amnesia team um yeah. or much i started dark descent once or twice but never got very far in it 
Um, and maybe, I mean, I don't know. Those, those are kind of the new horror games that I would be more willing to cover. Right. I don't know if I would like them, but, but mm-hmm. I'd definitely be interested in talking about them. For sure. Um, anyway, uh, thanks, Emrys, for your question. Sorry that we went off on a huge tangent. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll put the link to that clip in the description and you can watch it along with us if you want Oh, no, I'll put it in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, you'll just, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. You don't really need the visual. <laughs> no. It's all. It's all. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you, Rose. All right. We have one more from Jen. Um, Dino Crisis is such a delightfully bizarre game. I played it for the first time a few years back, and more than its Resident Evil's plus dinosaurs formula, the thing that stuck out uh, to me the most was its focus on working your way through a scientific facility under siege. It was like the designers took the Umbrella Lab's final act from the from every Resident Evil and turned it into the whole game. I have two questions. What's your favorite puzzle in the game? Um, uh, and then did you focus on key cards and interfacing with the facility? Uh, get old after a while or was it, would you, was it engaging throughout? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite puzzle is probably the one I talked about earlier with the with the fingerprint stuff. I think that, like, you only do it twice, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole game. I think that's a really cool uh, mechanic and, like, feels like it involves multiple areas of the facility and thinking through that, you know, I think that is, like, the game at its best. Um, How about for you? Uh, I like the ones... I, I, I agree with you. If I had to pick another one, it would be the... Ones with the with the towers of squares and you have to like a match up the colors, and you have to. And, oh yeah. Uh-huh. And you can only you can only, you have to grab two colors at a time, so you have to figure out how to to line it up correctly. Oh yeah, and then there's the second one where there's two columns. And yeah, and you have to like switch like it between switch. the two. Yeah. Yeah. I like that it's one really a lot. There's a lot of there's some moving block puzzles that are kind of tiresome, but there's like enough. Like, yeah, I was gonna ask what your there. least favorite ones were because it was definitely. <laughs> It was definitely the crane one for me. Yeah. I hated that. Well, the that. second one where you have to, like... Because it's also you the crane beauty games. It's not just, like, oh, I have to move the things in the right order. You have, like, cards that move a specific number of squares. Yes. And it's all very, like, you have to, like, program it to move in the right way. Yep. And that stuff is pretty annoying. I hated um, it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would say I think it was engaging throughout. I think it has a good balance of like kind of all the composite elements that it never felt like I was doing puzzles exclusively, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, and part of that was I did switch like the, I did Rick's choice the first two times and then Gail's choice the second two times. And so yeah. as the game went on, I was doing more running around, I think, and maybe that helped. Um, but I think that like, it, like it never, it, even when a puzzle is tiresome, it's not, doesn't take that long for you to get through it. Right. Yeah. Um, so i did think the matching the colors up with the levers was kind of goofy yes yeah, that I was not that. a puzzle that's... that's not that's not a puzzle <laughs> that's like the uncharted brand of puzzle yeah design. for sure uh, um, um, but otherwise i thought they were pretty engaging yeah i want to think even those puzzles where it's like it's not really a puzzle it's like it doesn't take you that long to do it you yeah. know so it doesn't feel like that much of a pain. It's just like a little bit of an obstacle or it's like even a means of like, you can't do this when a dinosaur is in the room. And so you have to like, think about that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah thank you all for the for the delightful questions as always yeah um uh questions really at spookygame.club is where you can send them to mm-hmm mm-hmm uh is that it for um, dino did we did did we do it is that it for dino crisis yeah i think so um next month we're covering uh signalis that's right um valentine's day special <laughs> gotta play the game where the girls are lesbians and gay yes that's right game about uh, the gay girlfriends the game about the gay girlfriends um yeah i'm excited i've had this downloaded for a few months yep so, i've always wanted to play out, it so. and then i stopped myself because we have a podcast um so what, <laughs> what better month to do it than than valentine's day month you know yeah there we go uh it's uh sapphic saturday and we got a new (laughs) (laughs) sapphic saturday oh i i did i pulled that out of my ass that's not (laughs) we record these on Um, saturdays (laughs) i know and you know i mean all right anyway um but yeah i'm excited yeah. Uh, and then I think we'll we'll do we'll keep doing Dino Crisis. Oh uh, my God! Do you know anything? Did you see anything about Dino Crisis Two? Yes, I did. I saw the stuff you posted. I'm excited. You there's a combo system, and you go to a laptop <laughs> to buy ammo. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> they the fucking they they got they got fucking uh uh fuck who's the name of the guy? I keep forgetting the name of the rest oh, of the evil guy. Know. Oh, is it uh, Shinji? Yeah, they get, they get the moment Shinji Mikami steps out of the room, they're like, "All right, action game time." <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Why else would the Mikamos yeah. in it? I don't know. Why else would they put the billions of ammo in it that you can buy? Yeah, should we? Oh, we could do this conversation off bike, but there's also Dino Survivor, which is like the light gun, uh, game that's in this franchise. Should we play that? Uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah, there are some. It's because it's the because there's like Resident. I think it's called Dino Survivor, and I think there's Resident Survivor or something like that, and oh. that's like the same. So it's like we can maybe kind of see if we know. can do it when we cover two or three. Yeah, and kind of. Yeah. I think it came two. out around the same time as as three. Yeah. Um, so. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, what do you think about that game that people thought was Dino Crisis? That's um, that's like Pacific Rim but with dinosaurs. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't think about <laughs> it. I don't. I don't have any profound thoughts about it. Yeah, um, me neither. I know people were mad. Um. Yes, people were mad. Um, they should do, I think actually like a remake of this game would go over very well. I guess I don't really want them to because I don't, I'm like, don't really like remakes, but if you did, I'm sure you would make a billion dollars. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think, I think more people would like it than Capcom thinks. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. cause dinosaurs are pretty popular. Get, get Chris, you get Chris Pratt in there. (laughs) That's just money. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt as Dr. Kirk. Um, I didn't watch that Jurassic Park that had, like, the old cast in it and the new cast in it. Yeah. Apparently it's really bad. Um, this is what I've heard. Well, I mean, that guy's never made a good movie, I think, so. No. Um, but I still kind of want to watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, you could. People like the. You could do anything, Fallen really. Kingdom. Is that what the second one of those is? The new Jurassic. What did what'd you say? Fallen Kingdom. Isn't that the second one? Oh. People kind of like that one. Or some people do. I don't know. Because um, it's the the guy directed the, the orphanage, I think, directed it. What? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? No, I, I promise this is real. Let me. So what I'm saying is, like, you know. Uh, yeah, J.A. Bayona. Yeah, who made the A Monster Calls and The Orphanage. Huh. And uh, The Impossible, if you remember this, this movie with Ewan McGregor. No. Uh, I mean, it seems kind of bad. It's like a survival disaster movie um, that's based on a true story, I think. Wait, starring Naomi Watts, Ian McGregor, and Tom Holland? Uh, oh, yeah, Tom Holland's like a little baby in it. He's like one of the kids. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, did that part of the Xbox presentation where they announced Hi-Fi Rush and Shinji Mikami's mm-hmm. there and he's like, if people say this is too scary, I'm fucked. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway. Um, yeah. I right, think that's, that's a podcast. For, for I think we did it. That's a podcast. Uh, well, thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time with uh with indie hit signalis rest in peace nikki austin